like to send me mail you want to send any requests um submit anything you want to talk about um you want to make fun of me feel free to do so at lock and key podcast at gmail.com i don't know if you guys can can hear but i got a new haircut you can really hear the sound of it it's a very nice haircut but whatever let's move on one of the more heartbreaking things that i found out recently was that one of my favorite shows that says that it's based on a true story is in fact not a true story. I'm talking about Fargo. Every single season of Fargo, one, two, three, and the movie, yes, including the movie, the Coen Brothers classic, is not based on a true story. Uh, it started as like a running ruse that the Coen Brothers used in the first film, excuse me, in the film itself, and uh, stated that everything was absolutely true, when in fact none of it was, so... To keep tradition, all the directors of the TV shows every different season have uh, gone on and ran with the joke too. But I'm going to let you know right now and I'm going to let you know hard. Fargo is not based on anything. Anything, anything. Does that diminish some of the show for me? Yeah, a little tiny bit it does because I am watching it with a different eye now. But uh, season three ended really, really good. Uh, It was a great, great great season and I was a big fan of that season again I've talked about it before it's an amazing cast but uh again not to be the bearer of bad news which I ever so often am but Fargo isn't based on shit but let me bring up another show that's on FX that ended up being it's turning out to be a hit Snowfall on FX I'm gonna highly recommend that to you folks I know a lot of people don't have a lot of time to catch up on as many of the shit that I bring up, but Snowfall is uh, takes place during the 80s, during the crack and cocaine movement. Uh, the great thing about this show is it shows both sides of the coin. One aspect of the show gives you a look of how the CIA was infiltrating neighborhoods and flooding them with cocaine in an effort to fund Iran-Contra wars. But uh, I think that's really interesting aspect. They show that side. Uh, they follow a CIA agent and some of his cohorts who are basically liaisons to the guerrilla forces. And they're always just trying to plot their way into how to uh, capitalize on drug sales in America. And it's scary, but it's also true. The other side of the coin takes a look at a kid named Franklin. You know, when he's just trying to make his money, starts off just selling a little bit of weed and then is introduced to the cocaine game. Uh, by an old Jewish man. And then things take off from there. Uh, ups and downs for both characters. And the show is very good. It's dramatic. 
executive produced by John Singleton, so you kind of know what to expect. You definitely get a uh, boys in the hood feel from it. But it's a great, great show. It's only three episodes in. I believe it comes on every Wednesday night. Great, great show. Please check out Snowfall. Got to support these new shows that are much better. And, I, and I'll tell you one thing I like about Snowfall is I, I don't even recognize any of these cast members. They look like a lot of new faces, which is awesome. So I'd like to see a show like this do great. We can talk a little bit about Johns. Uh, there's a few Johns that are dropping. Uh, last, the, the pair that I spoke about last week, the Run Through Time Adidas Consortium, I believe those dropped this morning. So grab your pair, get your pair, buy your pair. Just don't ask me for any help. I hate having to lament that all the time, but you know, I, I feel like most people have got it at this point. I used to have people ask me all the time for help, and I think it's pretty much died down because I don't get too many people asking me now, so... And I can't really do much. A lot of people think that I work for Bodega. A lot of people think I work for Concepts. Uh, neither. Neither of those things are true. I don't work for neither of them. I just know employees at both. I'm friends with some guys at both. Shout out my boy Dion over there at Concepts. And shout out my homeboy Cody at Bodega. A few good people there. Kevin. A lot of good, good cats over there. I fuck with both very heavily. For a lot of you that don't know, Bodega is a really cool shop here in Boston. It's exclusive to us. Um, the main theme at Bodega is that uh, the out front, the storefront, looks like a run-down, dirty bodega. Looks like they're definitely hiding something in the back, which they are. You step up to the Snapple machine. The Snapple machine slides open on a James Bond style. And when you walk in, it's just a really beautiful uh, boutique for men and women unisex. Great, great store. Carry a lot of your favorite brands. Uh, Human Made, uh, Undercover, Cav Empt. You know, you'll see a lot of dope shit there. Like Raph Simon, you'll see Stone Island. And then, of course, you'll always catch Adidas, Nike, a lot of the dope runners and kicks that a lot of us like. A lot of great hats. Great, great backpacks. You know, the one thing I like about Bodega is that they cover all bases. You know, you, you might be able to walk in there and spend 25 bucks on a shirt, but... You can also splurge and get a $250 shirt if you really want to do it. You know, shout out to Bodega and shout out to those good folks. And my other favorite spot out here in Boston, of course, is Concepts. That's out in Cambridge. That's in Harvard Square. Cambridge is a, I mean, excuse me, Concepts is a dope, dope shop. Just beautiful head to toe from the moment you walk in, you know it. Uh, great people, uh, great, great people. Sometimes you feel like when you get into these uh, high-end exclusive shops that the employees are probably bound to just be shady and kind of stick to their own crew but a lot of shops are really familiar a lot of the guys that i know at both these stores i kind of just met just walking in and just you know talking shop or whatever but those guys are all cool definitely check out concepts in cambridge beautiful shop and definitely check out bodega out here in boston that's on mass ave but yeah back to the john talk like i was talking about if you got a chance to check out my WordPress for episode 5, you probably saw pictures of the Foss Gallery and A6 collab. It's a Gelite 3. Now, this is a dope fucking shoe. This is a bad motherfucker. You know, we're at a point now where there's several, several sneaker drops a week. So, it's getting harder and harder for me to weed through the bullshit and find stuff that I actually like. But I'll tell you this, man. These A6 are beautiful. I mean, I'm talking like high-grade white leather, uh, slight dip in the back. If you look at the heel tab, 
the heel tab is just painted black, which I think is beautiful. Um, again, the, the, the quality of the leather is no joke. You know, you can t definitely tell from the photos. I think the bottom is beautiful, beautiful, beautiful bottom. Again, check out this shoe. It's really simple. The bottom pops and it brings out a lot on the sneaker. And I really, really like these. These come out on July 22nd. Don't ask me where to fucking get them. But I think Packer Shoes is getting them. That's all I'll say. All right. If you really haven't gone and seen any of these summer movies right now, I don't know what the fuck your problem is. Or I apologize that I just made fun of you when you don't have money to watch these movies. But still. You got to check out some of these movies, guys. I'm, I'm not kidding. I've only gotten to see... I think I've only seen one of the big movies right now, so I, I'm kind of making fun of myself here. But I'm telling you guys, let's check out some of these movies. Let's talk about them. These are actually some movies that are going to go down in history as some of the best, so please don't sleep on these movies. Uh, let's talk about Dunkirk first. Dunkirk is based on a true story. I don't want to give too much away about the story, but it's about a bunch of soldiers who were basically trapped and fucked. Uh, I believe it was about 300,000 men that were trapped. Okay, so this is definitely going down in history as one of those uh, war movies that end up being, you know, timeless. You know, think about Saving Private Ryan, you know, Full Metal Jacket, Apocalypse Now, things of that nature. This is definitely going down as one of those movies. Definitely see Dunkirk. I'm going to see it tonight. I have no shadow of a doubt that this movie is going to be incredible. I know for a fact it's a Christopher Nolan movie. If you don't know who Chris Nolan is, it's too fucking bad. I don't want to talk about it right now. But he's a fantastic director. Check out Dunkirk. If you haven't already, see Spider-Man. But definitely want to see Spider-Man right after that. Or before that. Depends who you're with. Spider-Man, you could take the kids. You know what I mean? You could roll with your little brother, your little sister, whatever you want to do. You know, if you have older kids, you could take them to that. So... Judge wisely, because Spider-Man was great, great family movie, it was absolutely hilarious, you know, the serious notes in it were great, and I really, really enjoyed Spider-Man, that's the only one that I did see of all these movies, a lot of people are really, really excited for War of the Planet of the Apes, that is the third movie in this trilogy of new Planet of the Apes movies, the first two were amazing, first one had James Franco, and I, I remember seeing that and being kind of skeptical on it, and being just totally blown away, great movie, and it's paved the way for two fantastic movies. The second one, I finally got to catch it about a month ago. And I absolutely loved it. So please check out uh, War of the Planet of the Apes. I'd like to know what everybody thinks about these movies too. Whether I've seen them or not, I just want to know what you guys think. I'm definitely going to try my hardest to get to all of them. The one that I keep talking about that I can't believe I keep missing is Baby Driver. I keep promising my friends that I'm going to go see it with them. And then I don't because I'm a weirdo and an introvert. So I stay home. But I'm going to see Baby Driver. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm definitely going to catch this movie. I'm a huge Edgar Wright fan who directed the film. And I know this movie was great. A lot of my friends came back and told me this movie was awesome. And it has one of the best soundtracks, period. Girls Trip is a female comedy that's out there. You know, kind of like a... It's like a black version of Bridesmaids. These women go on a trip. It stars Queen Latifah, Tiffany Haddish, who is blowing up. I absolutely love her. I saw her in Keanu and I just knew that. After seeing her in Keanu, I knew I was going to start seeing her in goddamn everything. Tiffany Haddish is great. Jada Pinkett's in this and Regina Hall. This movie's getting rave reviews. Uh, don't get me wrong. Comedy sometimes, especially of this caliber, would bring in mixed reviews. But this movie is cleaning up reviews. It's doing absolutely great. That excites me. Definitely going to catch this one on Blu-ray, though. So don't be mad at me. Uh, 
Uh, another one that's out there is Valerian. Valerian, I don't know much about Valerian, except that I know that Luke Besson makes fantastic movies. Uh, Valerian is pretty much Star Wars with Rihanna in it, okay? So if you like Star Wars and you like Rihanna like I do, then go see Valerian because I'm definitely going to see it. And The Big Sick is another one that's out there that's been doing fantastic. It's a rom-com, so if you're in for, if you got it, you know, you're taking your girl on a date, or ladies, you want to go see something with your man, but you're not into any action for whatever fucking reason, I don't know, see The Big Sick. You know, it's got Kumail Nanjiani in it, and he's in Silicon Valley, which is one of my favorite shows right now. Check it out. I'm hearing fantastic things about this movie, that this is now one of the most memorable rom-coms of all time. So uh, I definitely look forward to seeing this movie. Now, this one will probably also be one that I rent, but don't fucking sue me. Actually, that's a kind of a lie. I shouldn't say I'll rent this movie because I'm probably going to bootleg the fuck out of this. All right. Um, so, yeah, go check out some of these movies. Just to recap, Big Sick, it's a rom-com, Valerian, Star Wars meets Rihanna, uh, Girls Trip, Black Bridesmaids. Baby Driver, awesome fucking movie with race cars. War of the Planet of the Apes, these monkeys are pissed. Spider-Man, it's fucking Spider-Man. Dunkirk, war movie, people die, sad. All right, that's a lot of movies, and there's still a lot more to come. You know, we're still only in mid-June. I mean, excuse me, we're still only in mid-July, so a lot of great movies still coming down the pipeline that I'm waiting for. We are one. We're officially one hour into OJ's parole hearing. I'm being told that it's still ongoing, you know. But uh, you know, I don't know, man. He don't seem like he's owning up to this shit. That's my problem with what OJ's doing. He seemed like he's still backpedaling and deflecting instead of just owning up to the shit. And that's the hard part when you've actually convicted the crime. Believe it or not, he's done the crime, but he still feels like. Uh, but he's like, I didn't know the guy behind me had a gun. Uh, I thought we were going in there to talk. And it's like, dude, just own up to the shit. Get the fuck out of jail. You're 70 fucking years old. Jesus, man. I want to see OJ free. He definitely deserves to be out. Not that there, you know, I think jail is specific, should specifically be reserved for fucking pedophiles and rapists and people of that fucking ilk. Fuck them all. But I mean, he's OJ. Let him the fuck out. What the fuck's he going to do now? You know, he's probably just going to do a bunch of TV interviews, go work for Access Hollywood or some stupid shit, make a little bit of money. I saw the news say that he gets about four to $10,000 a month on an NFL pension, which, I mean, that ain't great, but it ain't bad. But And he does say he has a lot of interviews lined up and stuff. So I'm rooting for OJ to get out, but damn it, man. It really doesn't look like it's going to happen. So good luck to the juice. Yeah, new show alert. I gave Glow a chance on Netflix, simply off the strength of uh, it being from the same people that do Weeds and Orange is the New Black. Glow is fucking amazing, and shout out to Mark Marone. I know he listens to my podcast. Don't don't ask him or anything, but I know Mark Marone listens to my podcast. He has the number seven podcast in the country, but uh, something tells me he's one of my six listeners. Now, Mark Marone's in the show. He's fucking hilarious. And it's just a great show. I think it's just that same basis and structure for a show like Weeds and or Orange is the New Black, except it's only a half hour long. It makes the show work so much better. Great, great show. Please check out Glow. Um, it is a show about female wrestling, but it's about 
15%, 20% about female wrestling. The rest of it is just fucking hilarious. So please check it out. I really want to know what y'all think about that show. Um, that's definitely got the... It's getting the traction where it's going to be the next Orange is the New Black as far as popularity. Great, great show. Watch Glow. Save it for later. Whatever it is you're doing, just fucking watch it. Now let's talk about what everybody's been waiting for. The one fucking show. The Alpha and Omega of TV shows. Game of fucking Thrones. Alright, it premiered a few days ago. It was a great, great premiere. You know, we got to see Ed Sheeran's fucking face for whatever reason. But it was a great show. I've already watched it twice. I'm definitely going to watch it again probably tonight. Now I'm telling you, Game of Thrones is the shit. If you are not watching... You know, one thing I say about Game of Thrones, it, it, as much people, as as many of us that watch the show, I'll st- I still think it's an acquired taste. So if you can't get into Game of Thrones, I don't fucking blame you. But you gotta at least try. I tell everyone to watch at least the first two episodes, you know. They kind of work hand in hand. So if, if you don't like the show after the first two episodes, fuck you. But also, you know, like your own, like what you like, you know what I mean? Uh, some of the questions I got for Game of Thrones, though. Um, just to recap really quick, it was a great episode. We saw Arya take down all of the phrase. She's now moving towards a King's Landing, and she's going straight for that bitch's throat. We know Cersei is waiting. She knows someone's coming for her, I feel like. Uh, and over there in King's Landing, we saw Euron Greyjoy, who is Theon Greyjoy's brother. He has... Wait, is it his brother or his uncle? Don't fucking quote me on that, okay? It's his fucking brother, all right? Um, he's now, I guess given himself to Cersei, asking if she'd like to marry him. Like, hey, do you want to marry me? And she's like, Tuh! and then he's like, all right, I'm going to get you some dope shit and come back. And she was like, okay. So Euron is trying to get something for Cersei. I'm thinking he's going to try and kidnap someone, but I think it's going to go awry. Uh, a lot of people are speculating, oh, he's talking about Tyrion. I don't think he's talking about Tyrion because if Tyrion came back, then Jamie would try and save his life still. You know, like he did the first time. So I definitely don't think it's Tyrion. I think he could be trying to go after... I think he could be trying to go after Sansa. I mean, I don't think that they have all the information as far as where Euron's coming from or even who he is. But I feel like that might be his angle. But again, I still feel like whatever Euron is up to, it's going to blow up in his face. So we'll see what he does there. Um, we also saw the Hound is now traveling with the bros. The bros are pretty good. I like the bros. I like to call them the fire zombie bros. You know, I know their names, but they're the fire zombie bros. I like those dudes. Um, they can also come back from the dead, which is cool. Um, his story was a little convoluted because he was kind of having an inner struggle there. The Hound was. Because he came back on the family that he stole gold from and saw that they actually had died. You know, uh, real sad story there. So uh, he went ahead and buried the girl and her father. But, you know, Sandor Clegane, which is one of the coolest fucking names I've ever heard, a.k.a. The Hound, is one of my favorite characters. He's hilarious. We all love him. But uh, I'd love to see where that story goes. I think that he ends up joining and follows the Lord of the Light. I think that he's going to end up joining the clique of um, Zombie Fire Bros. Uh, We saw that. I don't know the name of the place, but I'm not going to sit here and fucking Google everything and pretend like I fucking know shit, okay? 
I don't know the name of the place, but we saw that Daenerys made it back to uh, Dragon Castle Land. That's what I'm calling it right now, too. She made it back to Dragon Castle Land. And uh, last we saw that place. Last we saw that place, Stannis was there. And uh, we'll see what happens. Um, she's there now. She doesn't look like she's planning on going anywhere. So that means... I'd like to think that means people are going to come to her. Um, and then again, we saw the folks in uh, King's Landing. Excuse me, not King's Landing. At Winterfell. We saw John there. And uh, things are kind of dull there. So I feel like something's going to happen there. I've heard rumblings that there's going to be a battle in the next episode. So it could be there. Now, speaking of the next episode. One thing I truly hate. I hate those next on. Game of Thrones. I hate I don't watch those little quick previews of the next episode. I don't I hate those things. I don't want them to give away anything. I think they're worse than watching a trailer to a movie. You know, I don't even like watching trailers to a movie too deep, you know. Sometimes I look away or I'll change the channel cuz once I once I'm sold on the movie, I already don't I don't need to see a fucking trailer anymore. If I if I saw half a trailer to the Star Wars Last Jedi, I'm still going to fucking see it, you know. You just got to tell me the movie's coming out and I'm gone. So Imagine seeing a short trailer to a one-hour TV show. You know you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna somehow piece together more than you want, and I don't want to do that. So I don't watch those things. So I did hear, I did see a tweet that there's gonna be a battle in the next episode. So we'll see what happens on Game of Thrones. This shit's about to hit the fan. Now, some of the things that I've written down as far as what I want to see happen, uh, I want to see Arya run into hot pie. The little fat bastard from the first four seasons. I really want to see her run into Hot Pie and him be like a grown fat dude or something. And then, you know, that's just her homeboy. He was baking her bread and shit. You know, he liked her and just didn't know how to say it. Also, will Arya change courses? Is she going to continue towards King La King's Landing or is she going to break for Winterfell? Will she hear? Will she catch wind of what's going on at both places and want to change courses? That's what I'm wondering. Um, also, how many titties will we see this uh, this season? I don't think we've seen one titty yet. I believe there was not a single tit in that episode. If there was, feel free to correct me. Um, I'm trying to have a keep a tit count this year. So let's get a tit clock up. Um, and let's see how that goes. I want to see more Benjen, a.k.a. Cold Hands. I definitely want to see more Benjen Stark. Um, I like like to think that since the war is about to come, that he should pop up again. It would be cool if he just shows up to the gates of uh, Winterfell. That would be awesome. So keep your eye out for Benjen. You know. But again, I really fucking hate the teaser things. I can't stand those. They ruin stuff for me. Don't watch them. Better yet, don't watch them and then don't go fucking tell people. Oh well, I saw in the upcoming episode that blah 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 was shot. Like, don't fucking do that. That's no different than spoiling something. You're still planting a seed in someone's head and them having them think like, oh, well, is this going to happen? They're going to be thinking about that one fucking, you know, that one peak moment the entire time they're watching the episode. So keep your shit to yourself. Watch your shows. Uh, that's going to be it for me today. Let's get OJ free. I don't know what the fuck Tyler's planning, but it seems like my boy Tyler wants to jump OJ when he gets out. So we'll see what the how that goes too. All right, this was episode five. I hope you guys enjoy it. Take care. Don't forget, send your emails to the lock and key podcast at gmail.com. This is Chris, the DO homie. Peace. Does anybody have regular size papers out there?
King size? King size. I'll use those. Let me see that grinder.